Welcome to the Inside Out Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Tanaka and I'm your host. This episode is a special episode because we are now in the month of September and it is Suicide Prevention Month. So I thought that I would do something relative to the times. Uh, I guess I just like creativity to come up with my own ideas. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a bandwagon. And go ahead and talk about something that is important because it affects a bigger amount of the population than you know. Um, a lot of people are suicidal, have suicidal ideology. And for some of them, they're still in denial. They're fighting these feelings, but they're fighting these feelings alone. And it's sad to say, but a lot of times the people that actually do kill themselves... They have been fighting these feelings for so long, and it's just, they snap and they finally say, yeah, I'm suicidal, and they go ahead and do it. They don't know how to not do that, because they think that this is when the fight starts, when they say, fuck you, I'm ready to die, and not when they're like, I hate my life. Depression is the seed that suicide stems from, and I can relate because I have been suicidal I've only had one suicide attempt thank God um in that attempt you could say it was like three four attempts and you know having gone through that having had that experience (laughs) throw that on my resume it's nothing to be proud of but you know it is what it is but after going through that experience I now understand what it feels like to not have the will to live And I was talking to a friend the other day, and I was like, you know, you need to have more reasons to want to live than less reasons to not want to live. And I don't think that it's, I don't think anyone wants to die, but people have reasons to not want to live. For example, if you were, say, a prisoner, and you had living in horrible conditions, you know, you might say, I want to die, especially if you came from means before that was way better than this so pain at the end of the day makes people not want to live and guilt maybe some other reasons these are only the two that I you know have thought of but I am no expert on the subject so I hope that you can you know message me and comment tell me some other things because we really do need to get to the bottom of this There's nothing sadder in this world than someone killing themselves. Like, it's such a waste. It's such a waste of life. And just the fact that if you are loved, even by one person, you might be their reason to live. How many times do you see old married couples? One of the partners dies, and then the other one follows soon after that. When they was together, they were stronger. They was keeping each other alive. And we all are brothers and sisters. We all humans. We all family so we need to do everything we can to keep each other alive death is the one true enemy of mankind and preventable death one of the most preventable deaths is suicide like no nothing kills you you killed yourself it sounds like it's dumb but you know what this is the reality of the life we live in and we need to stop judging people and making them feel like they shouldn't talk about how they really feel we need them to keep it a honey and if they feeling like that, don't call them a pussy or a bitch because they don't want to 
fucking be here. Like, do you want to be here? No, you just acting like you are if you say you do when you really think about the reasons that they don't want to live. And that's the thing. It's all about having an open mind when you talk to people that feel suicidal. You, you need to try and understand them. If you don't understand why they feel that way, then you're not going to be able to do anything to change it. And the best way to do that is ask questions, listen, and don't judge. It sounds simple, but it's a lot harder than you might think. If their problems you can see are not the same problems that you're going through, if you think their problems are small, if you think their problems are petty, irrelevant, but here's my advice to you. If that's how you feel when either uh, realize you're selfish and that you don't need to be trying to talk to suicidal people because you probably will make it worse. But to change your perspective and try and put yourself in their shoes and say, hmm, life's not all about me. This right now is not about me. I'm doing a job for a second called listening. I, maybe I don't want to. But this is what I'm choosing to do right now. So I'm going to listen and I'm going to forget completely about myself. Take my ego out of it because it's not about me right now. It's about you. And I'm going to do my best to try and understand you, which means I'm going to try and think like you. So if you tell me X, Y, and Z, I'm going to say X, Y, and Z. If I don't understand, I'm going to ask you a question. To increase my understanding until I can see a model, build a model of your brain. And after I feel like, you know, I've understood, and after I feel empathy towards you, now I can come back into my own self and say, well, for me, I know what I would do if I was dealing with that. And I'm gonna tell you that because I'm not gonna tell you something that to hurt you, I'm gonna tell you what might help what I think might help and is when you only say what you think might help instead of saying what you think about the situation you are giving people tools to help themselves for example a child may say kids are bullying me at school and you'd be like oh don't even worry about it bro like it's only middle school like high school it's gonna be a whole different crowd college is gonna be a whole different crowd just don't even worry about it that shit is irrelevant does that make the child feel better about being bullied at school when the child has to live through constant abuse mentally from his classmates? That advice you can see is clearly not useful. But putting yourself in the child's shoes, you'll say, who's talking about you? This is their world. This is their peers. And you can understand if your peers in your life, if all your coworkers was talking about you, how would you feel? It don't matter about the age. What matters about the emotions, and emotions don't come from nowhere. They don't come out your ass. They come from the heart, and your heart been beating your whole life. So, you know, when you realize you can't control these emotions, your child is not being a pussy, bro. Your child has emotions. You need to learn how to deal with those. And that first means that you need to know how to deal with them yourself. Because when people talk about you, if your instinct is to just ignore it, and you try and tell your child that it took you how long to master ignoring it? How much pain did you have to go through before you stop giving a damn? And you're saying that you want your child to endure the same pain as you? No, sickening. 
So I think that's another key point. When you are trying to talk to someone, anyone you're trying to help, think of them as your child. And hopefully, mentally speaking, I mean, everyone does the best they can at the parenting role, but clearly um, there's generational curses, there's trauma that's being passed down from father to son, from the mother to daughter. And at some point, you have to be the one to break the curse. But back to what I was saying, if you think of someone as your child, you only want the best for them. You want them to feel the least amount of pain as possible, but you also want them to be the most effective, the most um, capable person they can be. So that means not babying them, not spoiling them, not holding back the truth. You call them out on their bullshit, and it might hurt. Sometimes you can't spare the rod. You need to tell them what they need to know, but you are also worrying more about them than necessary their self-improvement that you can have mercy at the same time you can have empathy so you don't say things that you think will make them kill themselves and you can understand what makes them want to kill themselves or commit suicide or what makes them depressed what makes what's giving them these suicidal thoughts only after you take the time to listen so listening comes way before speaking you're not trying to advise somebody that is on the edge and you don't know what they're going through because you might say the wrong thing that might push them over the edge you got to be real careful not to fuck this shit up because it's easy when you realize okay if you feel scared for this human being know that people ain't joking everybody is on yes and you know the problem is we think oh that's life i'm going through it and i'm fine so everybody else should be fine too because i mean how you gonna complain you're just being selfish no your life is totally different from someone else's life from my life from my brother's life from my mama's life from your parents life from your grandparents life from your cousin's life we are all living on this planet but we none of us have the same lives so understand you are an individual and that is an individual and that individual right there might be going through it and need you maybe he met you or she met you for you to be able to open their eyes and help them see something that they couldn't previously see before because it's not about saving people it's about opening up their eyes to a new perspective a better perspective a broader perspective so that they now see their pain or their suffering as less than their whole world because when pain is your whole world why would you want to continue enduring it if you see no light at the end of the tunnel if you see no escape from your suffering if the future that you envision is just continuous pain more suffering why would you wait around for that you would logically say this shit is never going to end if that is true then fuck it I don't want to be here and I don't think people understand it's the longevity it's not the oh it hurts like it's the it's been hurting for so long I've tried to make the hurt go away. The hurt is not going away. It still hurts. I don't know. I don't think 
that the hurt ever will go away. And I'm tired of hurting. I'm motherfucking tired. I just want to go to sleep and never wake back up. That's one reason that people end up getting up out of here. And I can relate to that sentiment. When I had my suicide attempt, I guess I'll talk a little bit about that. I was feeling... I was also feeling guilty about my past actions, but the pain from that guilt, I thought, you know, I deserve to die. I don't think I deserve to live. And the pain from the guilt is just self-inflicted based on, A, me over-criticizing myself, and B, me being a shittier person before then. I mean, you could say I had almost a spiritual awakening because I didn't realize what I did how I affected people like this was the first time it felt like I really knew or understood like damn people have feelings like damn I have feelings like damn (laughs) and it sounds like a joke sounds funny but like no you can feel without really feeling and it's, it's easy to see when people are so cold-hearted towards each other. They don't care about being assholes, dicks. And I'm telling you, every time it's because they don't feel what you feel. It's people that feel strongly. You'll know when you run into them. The people that are in touch with their emotions. The people who are in touch with their spirit. And lots of people disassociate. And that's how they survive. It's a safety mechanism, a defense mechanism to always live in a state of denial. So you can subconsciously deny your own heart, your heart calling out, nope, not listening to you. That's not a feeling that I care to feel, so I'm just not going to feel it. And that's why a lot of people need therapy, just to understand themselves. And it's funny, if you don't even understand yourself, how you expect to understand someone else, you do need to put in work to understand your own emotions, I think. Uh, going to therapy and doing self-improvement and learning how to communicate and learning how, why you feel the way you feel and fleshing out your ideas and opinions on life. Um, That's just part of growing up. That's what you need to do to become the best human being that you can be. But getting back to my story, so like I said, it was my first time feeling this. I was like, damn, damn, people been feeling like I heard the words, like, but now I feel this shit. I don't like this feeling. When is it going to stop? It's not stopping. Like, I feel sick to my stomach right now. I feel sick. I feel physically sick. I'm 100% help, but I feel sick. And I laid there and I waited for it to go away. The feeling of feeling sick to my stomach. Disgusted with myself. Like I said, this is just me because a lot of people may not even be guilty. I hope that, you know, you never feel guilt to a point of you guilt trip yourself to an early grave. But at least in my example, you know, this shit was all self-inflicted, which I hate myself for. Even now, see, I'm still the same. I still, I'm not cured. I'm not healed. I'm not claiming to be better because I'm better than about to kill myself, so... the feeling was not going away morning came i tried saying goodbye to my family and whatnot my brother was going to school i tried to give him a hug he was like bro you on that gay shit (laughs) and he went about his business 
Then my dad, he went off to work. So I had a good day. Mom came home from work. I asked her how that was. She said, why you not at school? I lied. Said, school got canceled today. She went to bed. Now I'm like, okay. I wanted to see everybody one last time. And now I've done that. I feel like shit. I think it's time for you to die, big dog. Like, yeah, you said your goodbyes. I had mercy on your ass and let you stick around a little bit longer. But it was a key point that I thought I didn't deserve to live. That was just kept on repeating. And it was like being stuck in this loop of negative self-talk. And I know that other people, their negative self-talk might look different from mine, but whatever it is that you're saying to yourself repeatedly, whatever obsessive, compulsive thought you are having, it's not true. You're wrong. You're not God. You don't know the truth. And then that's not the truth. I can tell you that up front, and everyone else around you can tell you that. And you need to be humble to understand that if everyone else is telling you no, and you sitting here saying yes, who the fuck do you think you are? You think you're smarter than everyone else? No, you're not. You're a dumbass. Stop it. You have self-worth. You are worth a lot more than you know. And we are our own self, our own worst critics. We beat ourselves up because we hold ourselves to a higher standard. And if you're a perfectionist, your standard is usually unattainable, one, and unreachable. I mean, those are the same, but it's unrealistic. You have unrealistic goals and expectations for yourself. So you can't expect perfection. You should strive for perfection. But when you fail, you should be happy. You should be proud of whatever progress that you got to the, to that point. If you say, I'm going to do um, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats every day, but you have not never worked out and you are, you know, say, obese. Maybe the first day you only do 20. Are you going to say, damn, I only did 20. It's time to give up on my dreams. I'll never be able to do that. No, why? Because humans are superpowers being able to grow. You do grow. You do get better. It always gets better. And that's what you need to understand when you're feeling, when you're having these thoughts it always gets better if you make it better all right it don't get better on its own and it don't get better by magic it gets better through work improvement so you say okay how many push-ups did i do yesterday none today i did 20 i'm gonna be proud i'm gonna celebrate that victory and i'm gonna try again tomorrow the next day you do 25 you say uh damn I still suck. I'm nowhere near 100. I'm not even a quarter. I mean, 25, that's a quarter of the way there. Are you going to hate yourself for not being able to do what you said you was going to do? Because I think that's what it really come down to, at least for me. Me not doing what I said I was going to do. Like, how I'm lying to myself. Like, I realize I just can't even speak no more because I'm going to end up telling a lie, saying that I'm going to do this and that, and I never do. And it's not because I want to do it. It's because lack of either desire from for which causes procrastination, or it could be that I don't have the strength or the power. I think too much of myself. I think I'm this goat or superhuman that has unlimited energy to be able to do everything. And 
I'm not. I'm just a man. So don't hate yourself for falling short of your goals because that's something to work towards. And maybe the next day you try and do your shit, you do, you do 50. And then maybe a month later, maybe it might take you a month. But then you get to 75 a day. And then maybe after two months, you finally reach your goal. But here's the thing. Learn how to be patient. When you set these goals, don't lower the standard for yourself. I'm not saying that you shouldn't set the bar high or try and achieve greatness because you can. I'm just saying you need to be patient. You need to change your perspective. You need to change how you feel about time. Because time is, uh, you only have a perception of time. Time doesn't exist in this reality. Like, it is a measurement. So your perception of how fast or slow that time is going by is internal. So once you learn that you have a lot more time than you think, and don't be trying to rush. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. You learn to be patient with yourself. And even if you aren't where you want to be, you say, okay, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And that's where hope, that's what hope is. Belief in a brighter future. And that's really the best thing you can do for someone. Give them hope. These are people with no hope. And it's hard to even have hope yourself. But you have to give yourself reasons to have hope. You have to give yourself a reason to believe. You got to believe. If you don't believe, you will not make it. When people say believe in yourself, you can do anything it is true because if you believe in yourself you won't stop until you finally get what you wanted to get you won't stop until you finally be who you wanted to be but as soon as you stop believing you give up it's over because who's gonna make that shit happen if not you nobody everybody got their own life to worry about your mama can't make your life great your daddy can't make your life great you, once you become a grown-ass human being, an individual, you are responsible for your own happiness. So don't sit around waiting for somebody to come make you happy. Your girlfriend's not going to make you happy. Your wife's not going to make you happy. Having a kid is not going to make you happy. And you will be a shittier person if you don't handle your business first and get right inside. Because you're going to be taking it out on all the people around you and not even realizing your pain, your suffering is going to make you lash out cause trauma and people need to learn how to handle their pain handle their trauma first before they go trying to you know interact with others because when you just a salty ass bitch like yeah you're gonna be salty at the world and everyone who's trying to help you you're gonna be salty at them too you're gonna be like why this nigga got a smile on his face fuck you it's like well that's the most idiotic thing to be hating on somebody because they happy but we jealous, it's envy. And if you don't realize your emotions, if you don't see, hmm, damn, I'm a little jealous of this nigga. I'm envious. Cause it's separate, it's two different things. But you might think you jealous when it's really envy. When you start roasting people that are happy, you like, yeah, now you a hater, you ain't even realizing. And there's so much hate going on, especially online. Like, I know the haters somewhere. We can't all be lovers. Somebody hating. And it's that we can choose when we want to love and we choose when we want to hate. And it's so bad because everyone can hate. They just got to choose when they want to hate. Everyone can love. They got to choose when they want to love. And when everybody chooses to hate at the same time, shit go crazy. When everybody chooses to love at the same time, imagine what it could be. And 
hope everyone chooses to love their neighbors. And hopefully, as much as possible, all the time, that's unrealistic expectation. Because guess what? People are imperfect. They're going to do things to you. But please forgive and understand they know not what they do. Everyone is just going through their own their own shit. They living in their own world, their own reality. They not in touch with the real with the shared reality. That's what it is. There's a shared reality, and then there's a reality in your mind. So you need to help if you see someone whose reality of their mind, their inner world is messed up. Have some mercy, bruh. Show some love. Be be a, a, a force for good. And when you do that, you're going to feel better about yourself for doing it. You're going to know, damn, I have purpose. Like, my life is meaningful because that person's life's meaningful. And my life's meaningful. But my life's even more meaningful now because I'm keeping other meanings around. It's like a chain. You're building a stronger chain, a network. One person on his own can't do shit, but a million definitely can can't stress enough that no one should ever kill themselves but I've been there and I know words don't mean shit so talk to somebody if you feel like you want to do something talk to somebody talk to somebody you trust don't talk to someone that don't understand you don't talk to someone that's going to belittle you don't talk to someone that thinks they're better than you you need to talk to a friend a real friend and if you don't feel like you ain't got no real friends, then you need to resource, reach out to resources until you get strong enough to a point where you feel like you can start to try and make new friends. All you got to do is try. In this world, all you got to do is try. Because half the things you try, once you start trying to achieve, once you start manifesting, you'll realize that you ain't doing none of this shit on your own. You ain't giving yourself nothing. You think all the people that you idolize, they made it there their own power no they blessed and you blessed too you just gotta appreciate your blessings first for god to keep blessing you you gotta appreciate your blessings first before you get some new ones that you won't appreciate because if you don't appreciate what you have you just gonna waste when you have more you don't appreciate what you already got when you get more you just gonna waste that too so it's all about growing up and the faster you grow the faster things will come to you it's a law of attraction i truly believe and i've seen in my own in my own life things is getting better like from two years ago when i attempted to kill myself and now yeah i still don't have my degree yeah i still you know have xyz reason to not like myself i still procrastinate i still can lie i still can be a dick but I'm a way totally different person now than I was then, even though I'm the same individual like I have my personality. But like I can see the change and it's exciting to see change within yourself, to see yourself grow. You know, people think it's cool to have kids and watch kids grow up. But it's ten times better to see yourself grow up when you raise when you see who's raising you. And it's not even like your parents, because once you're an adult, it's not your parents raising you, you raise yourself. You can be proud. You'll be like, I did that. I done, I done, I done won the spelling bee. That's what you was excited about when you was young. Now it's, I won a raise at my job. 
because it is a competition and it's survival of the fittest. And if you're trying to survive, that means you got to get fit. The weak will not survive. The weak will not survive. But it don't mean that you're weak. It's not a negative thing if you feel like you're not surviving. Because if you are still here, if you're still breathing, you are surviving. You're not weak. Just to be alive proves you're not weak. It's only when you die, you're weak. Because guess what? How much power you got in a grave? What can you do in a grave? What can you do when you're dead? Nothing. Who can you hurt when you're dead? Nobody. Maybe you might believe in spirits, but that's you giving power to, you know, things that that's your choice. That's your decision. Let's just focus on this reality, this shared reality, not your own reality. And once you start taking your ego and start worrying about your reality and start thinking about our reality, what affects all of us, your problems get smaller and smaller until you be like, damn, what was I even worrying about? That shit really don't even matter at all. That shit was only affecting me. And if it's only affecting me, and it's not affecting no one else, I need to stop. I need to grow, grow, and figure out how everybody else ain't being affected. It ain't that it's not happening overnight. It's not magic, like I said. But I need to figure it out. If something's only affecting me, go look at the research. Go figure out why it's not affecting nobody else. Because you can also get yourself out of your depression. But you got to take advantage. It's of 7 billion people on this planet. Why? So we can have shared experiences and give each other advice. Nobody's going through something for the first time. Anything you're going through, someone else going through. But your whole life ain't the same. You just need to ask them about that one specific thing that you're going through. And once you understand how they beat that, and how this person beat that, and how that person beat that, then you should be able to beat it. And once you understand, for any problem, there is a solution. You should be able to beat it. It don't matter if it's physical, if it's mental, spiritual. Use the internet. Use Google. Talk. Go. You don't even got to talk. If you don't like to talk, research, research, research. Increase your brain, your knowledge, your power. Knowledge is power. Don't forget that. So... I encourage everyone to increase their knowledge by communicating with the other human beings. Use each other. Use each other. Lean on each other. When you ain't got the strength to carry on, call somebody. Talk to somebody. Because other people got plenty of strength. They got too much strength. That's why they're so overconfident. But they can can lend you some. They can lend you some. And it's okay. Because we need you here. We need you to find your own strength eventually. Remember, it's not one and done. It's a, it's a whole life to live. So we need you to find that strength eventually and pass it on to the weak. The strong people are strong only to help the weak. Strong people are strong to support the weak, to protect the weak. If you feel strong, good. I'm glad you found your power. Thank God. So now, when you see this person going through it, what you going to do? help them and if you feel weak if you feel like you're weak then you know what is strong that other people everyone around you might look stronger than you so you got options you got options it ain't no excuse for you to tap out you got options so thank you all for listening i'm gonna go ahead and end this episode off right there i hope that uh it was enlightening you might have felt something related to something and it definitely was even making me think like you know i might need some more therapy i might need to talk to somebody too so you know it ain't i ain't here preaching and teaching i'm just writing this to y'all so you know if you want to message me email me 
the email is going to be in the description because I would love to hear from you any, you know, personal stories if you've gone through it, if you've dealt with it, if you've overcame it because, like I said, I'm feeling that shit too. It ain't like <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this, but that don't mean I don't want to kill them. I don't want to die. I won't even say that before they commit me. Ain't finna, you finna lock my ass up, but that's just me. Sometimes, you know, you need to be committed. I went willingly once. I went against my will a couple times, too. Nah, I'm just not doing that no more. I had enough. But see, you draw the line where you want to. And maybe if it turns out that I, I had some shit going on, guess what? I would go in, because that's what I need. I'm going to always do what I need. So I hope you all do what you need. You get what you need. And if this was what you needed, you know, follow the podcast. Because it's going to be more content out on the real shit. The real topics that affect everybody. Alright, y'all have a beautiful, amazing day. Count your blessings, y'all.